This is the Cycling Over 60 Podcast, Episode 19, Nothing Like Family. I'm your host, Tom Butler. There isn't much to report on my cycling this week. I stayed off the bike all but two days. The massive cold sores that broke out on my lip, triggered by the sunburn from the STP, kept me out of the sun. I wasn't sure if the sun would be a problem, but they were so sore that I decided to play it safe. The two days that I did ride were really nice. I am ready to get back in the saddle and spend some time on the trails. I definitely want to try some new trails out now. I have never taken my bike on the ferry and rode on one of the islands. I definitely want to do that before the end of the summer. I also want to throw some different tires on my bike and do some gravel rides, but somebody needs to help me find a good option for gravel routes in my area. I know there are a bunch. I just have not ever been in a position where I was looking for them. I am prepared to have a lot of fun discovering new rides for sure. As someone with a degree in marriage and family therapy, I know how important a family can be for helping someone stay on track with fitness activities. So I had a discussion about my family support with someone who really knows me. And then after the interview, I'll come back and talk more about the importance of that support. Here is my interview. So I am joined by a very special guest indeed. This might be the only time I'm ever joined by this guest. (laughs) took a little bit to convince her to do this, but this is my wife, Kelly. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Thank you for being willing to do this. Sure. Not only are you my wife, Kelly, you are also Dr. Kelly Butler, Hmm. which is something that you, uh, you don't go around talking about, but you are a dentist. Yes, I am. And I think that's going to be important for our discussion, part of our discussion, because you are in the healthcare field. Yes. And you are a particular kind of dentist. I don't know what you call yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like I probably should. (laughs) That's not clearly defined. The world that I live in in dentistry is, has many different descriptors and they're not all clearly delineated. So I I just kind of go with holistic. Okay. Well, that's the way that I would, if I was telling somebody, I would say you're a holistic dentist. You definitely, as a dentist, are looking at the whole pers- person right. and their health. So yeah. it is a reality. The reason that I wanted to talk to you is that I think you have done an exceptionally good job at supporting me in this endeavor to do the SDP. I have now completed that, but I think that you did an excellent job. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I would have to say that I think you do a good job of not overpressuring me. (laughs) Can I get that in writing? (laughs) Yeah. So here it is. Well, it is recorded. It's recorded. (laughs) Everybody can hear that. But let's start with a year ago, I I was not as active as I had been writing for the STP. And... I've mentioned before on the show that I'd really seen myself in decline 
Mm-hmm. And I really felt weak and I felt old. And I know that you were experiencing these things. Mm-hmm. The way that I would talk about kind of what I could do and what I couldn't do. You were you were experiencing that. Yes. So what were your thoughts before I started cycling again? What were your thoughts as far as my activity level was concerned? Well, there really wasn't much of a level. It was pretty low. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't much much going on. And that's, I think, concerning to you. Mm-hmm. Well, it just would increase my concern about your overall well-being for, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally. There's such a difference with you when you're active that it's it's hard to miss. And knowing that the longer that goes on, the more consequences that has. And so for looking into the future for our life together, it, it, it brought up concerns for sure about your longevity and your joy in life. So there are a few things that seem to all be impacted. My blood sugar. Mm-hmm. And that's a concern. My blood pressure, mm-hmm. that's a concern. I was on blood pressure medication. Right. You're not a big fan of medication. Right. Unless absolutely necessary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you use medication, yeah. but you you like to avoid it. One of the things that you are, I think, really bought into is that inactivity is a major health risk. For sure. A huge one. So talk a little bit about that. Where would you put inactivity in today's world as far as like overall risks? Well, there's research to show that it's worse than smoking. So it's pretty, pretty big risk in just about every level. And I would never smoke. No, because you would think that'd be horrible for your health. Yeah. 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 To me, there's such a difficult thing that when you get in a mode of being inactive, it's awfully easy to stay inactive. Oh, for sure. Been there myself. Yeah. Also, my inactivity was not just inactivity. It was inactivity setting in front of a computer screen right. all day. Mm-hmm. And you saw that as also a problem. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, there's just more and more evidence that EMFs and screen time, just to say in general, is just has some, some real health risks and especially accumulated prior to this session of or season of life. You had spent probably 10 years with a, a cell phone basically glued to your ear. And so I was concerned about the consequences of that. And then just being in, in a room where you were surrounded by electronics of every kind that that, you're, it, that that affect your body. So I felt it was stressing on your system in a significant way. And so adding that type of stress to whatever emotional stress you had and then the, the lack of exercise on top of that just puts puts a pretty thick soup in your health menu. Right. You said EMF, so that's what? Electromagnetic frequencies. Yeah, so you have spent quite a bit of time. Again, we talked about you're focused on holistic dentistry, and there's a bit of an alternative medicine aspect, not just to your dentistry, but the way that you look at health. We're not going to take the time to really get into all of that, but with EMF, I would point people to, you know, Washington State University. There's a researcher there that has some very interesting things that he's working on as far as EMF and health risk with EMF. But it's a big topic and mm-hmm. we're not going to get into it. Right. All that's to say is that a year ago and probably stretching back years, I don't know, five years, 10 years, I don't know, you were more and more concerned about my inactivity and kind of being sedentary and spending all my time with cell phone to my head and in front of the computer and, and all these things. Mm-hmm. So then 
I bought a bike, a new bike, and I started riding the Great Cycle Challenge. And that was, I, I started riding, I think, mid-August last year. So I'm coming up to almost a year of that, where I started riding frequently again, mm-hmm. after years of not riding. Do you remember that? Do you remember, like, September, August, me riding more? Does that stick in your mind? Yeah, for sure. So was that encouraging? What were you thinking about that? Do you think it was just a phase? I'd probably drop it. What What were you thinking about that? I just remember being happy that you were that you had something that you could look forward to, that you were working towards. It kind of excited you and kind of got you out doing something. So I really didn't think too far down the road about that, but I was happy that you were. I know that you're interested in improving your health. So seeing that as a way to begin that road was, was a great, great start. I'm betting that you were thinking that if I kept it up, that it was going to make some real differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do have a lot of information that you have researched about activity, about kinds of activity. And so again, you know, just seeing me spending some time getting outdoors, mm-hmm. I think that was a big Huge. thing, getting some fresh air. Yep. And so it seemed like you were encouraged about that and you would give me feedback to that effect that you're really encouraged by what I was doing. And that that was really helpful. And then I came to you at some point, this was after September, so it was probably last October sometime, I came to you and I said, I think I want to do the STP. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe should back up a bit. Like I was surprised by how many miles I was able to do with the Great Cycle Challenge. Do you remember that? Do you remember me like talking about achieving more than I thought I'd achieve? (laughs) <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm laughing because I thought the the initial goal I thought was crazy low. <laughs> so I was like, yes, you can do way more than that. <laughs> this is going to be such an easy goal. This is going to be way too easy. So when you when you increase it, I was like, yes, that's more like it. <laughs> so my initial goal was 50 miles, <laughs> which was a lot more than I had been cycling. And to be fair, I, I chose a low goal because I was wanting to increase it based on people supporting me. So it was a very low goal. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, uh, 50 miles in a month, (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can do it. (laughs) You believed in me. (laughs) I did. (laughs) But I came to you and I said, you know, uh, I want to try to do the STP. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, no, if you knew anything about the STP. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, so you knew that it was quite a bit of miles. Yeah. And then I had the opposite reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I didn't think you could do it, but I was worried about the type of training that you would be doing for that as a long-term primary health generating activity. So talk more about that. Well, you have goals of losing weight and being constitutionally very healthy. I felt there is a need for a balance of different types of exercise. And I was actually somewhat concerned that you, the particular style of exercise that this was going to take would not actually promote much weight loss. And I knew that that was a goal of yours. And you need that for blood sugar reasons and blood pressure and, and overall health. So I thought that there were better ways to go about it than than preparing the way you're going to prepare for the STP, which is why I said, I never discouraged you from doing the STP. I encouraged you, but I was like, 
maybe let's do it once and maybe not the next year because <laughs> I think we're going to need to make some tweaks to your exercise routine to actually get you very healthy. Yeah. So you had this uh, notion that it might not be the best way to lose weight. How do you feel about that notion now? Well, it was pretty spot on. <laughs> Since I didn't lose weight, it kind of adds validity to your concern. <laughs> you never got to the point where you're like, you need to stop this. You need to not do the SDP. No. Did you ever think about that? I did, but okay. but I never wanted to. I, that was never my actual goal. I thought about it, but I knew you needed it, and I knew it was going to be good for you in a lot of ways. So when you say I needed it, what are you looking at to say I needed it? You needed more motivation to continue the pursuit, to continue exercising, and you needed it to be fun, and you find it you know, exceedingly fun in my, my observance to have something to track and monitor and, you know, follow through on a process and a goal. And it's just fits your personality really well. And I think you really needed to get really established in some form of exercise. And so I thought it would be great. So I think this is one of the first things like takeaways from this conversation that my motivation was as important to you as me doing exactly what you thought I should do. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that's the truth. It is interesting, you know, there's just something about Strava, mm -hmm. you know, and I would come home from like every ride <laughs> and pull up Strava and you were very supportive of me as I read to you all the stats and, you know, and then I got my heart rate monitor and I would share that with you endlessly <laughs> after a ride. And so you were very supportive at listening and, and, um, you know, and, and being legitimately interactive with, with that information. Again, I think that the reason that I wasn't exercising didn't have anything to do with a belief that exercise wasn't important to me. That's never been a thing. I've always mm -hmm. believed that exercise is important, right? but it was the developing the habit and I think the STP was essential to me, a developing habit of, of getting out the door mm -hmm. and, and doing some cycling. When I first started out looking to do the STP, Garen said that he would do it with me, mm -hmm. which turned out to be awesome. Yeah. You know, for, on a lot of levels. Did you have some specific thoughts about that? I just thought it would increase the fun of it and great father-son-in-law bonding <laughs> times. Um, yeah, and I think, again, from a family support perspective, mm -hmm. it was really important for me. It would have been such a different thing to not have that experience. So again, I think from, a, from an element of family support to have my son-in-law spending time with me, you know, just that aspect of we got to spend quite a bit of time together was really nice. Yeah, and it was, it was obviously fun for both of you, so... Yeah. Win-win. I didn't know that he would take to it the way that he did. He just seemed to really enjoy cycling. Mm -hmm. I think it was more than just doing it for me. And that would have been a big difference. I think if it, if it would have felt like he was not that excited about going and riding like we did the 60 miles on my birthday, he seemed really excited about it. He had, I think he had a great time on it. Mm -hmm. So it would have been very different. It would have you know, felt like a burden if he was just doing it for me, but when he seemed to legitimately enjoy it. Yeah. He plans to keep going. So that's cool. Yeah. I'm going to really enjoy watching him do more stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. 
one of the things that had kept me from cycling was that years ago I started developing neck pain when I would go out for rides. And I knew that that was going to be a factor if I was doing any long rides. And so um, I decided to go out and get a different bike, a bike that would put me in a, a more upright position. Mm-hmm. That was an entry-level bike. I wasn't spending a lot of money on it. But now it's three months later, <laughs> and I'm talking about training to do the STP. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's November. I've got a long time to show that I'm actually going to do the STP. But I just felt like that bike wasn't going to be robust enough to handle the STP and handle all the training hours that I was going to put in. And so like three months after buying a new bike, I <laughs> I wish people could see your face. But I, you know, announced to you that I feel like I need to buy a different bike mm-hmm. and spend more money on a newer bike. Uh-huh. Can you remember what you were thinking at that point? I was just thinking, oh, no, this is never going to end. This is the beginning (laughs) of a long trail of bigger and better, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But I was like, okay, here we go. (laughs) Now, that didn't happen. No, not really. No, I maybe upgraded. I I put new bar ins. You know, I, I made some purchases, but I didn't I didn't come back to you and say, hey, I actually need to buy a different bike and an upgrade bike. I thought you were going to. There was a time I thought you were going to because it came up more than once. Yeah. So what came up was I don't know that this group set on this bike is is actually quality enough. So I was kind of concerned about that. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that when I started talking about this, it was like, okay, here we go. (laughs) It's going to make a pitch to get a different bike. I was waiting for it. But it didn't happen. It didn't. And I think that's good. Mm-hmm. But how did, how did your bike ha- handle the, the training and the ride? I think it handled it fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think my bike was a limiting factor. Yeah. Although I don't like some aspects of the way the group set it works. Uh, so I won't go into that. Yeah. But I do have some questions about it. But I certainly don't think that was a factor in slowing me down at all or making the experience less or anything. Okay, good. But I do really want to talk about that. That was an investment. Getting the bike was an investment and an investment in my health. And you're so cool with that. I just want to point that out. I just want to acknowledge (laughs) that you were very cool about that. Hey, you're worth it. Well, thank you. Um, I mean, you didn't say, well, are you really going to stick with this? Are you really going to do this? You kind of put any of those concerns aside and you're just very supportive of me going out and spending some money on something that potentially, if I did it, which I did, it made a big impact on on my health. Mm-hmm. Well, you're very generous with me, so it's the least I could do. Well, that's cool. You personally value exercise a lot. Now, the sad thing is that you have some real obstacles to exercising. You're not, I know you're not as active as you'd like to be. Mm-hmm. But you really highly value exercise for yourself. Yes. Do you think that kind of being able to personally relate to the need for exercise in your life, that helps you be really supportive of me in my exercise? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about what you see with you as far as exercise? 
the need of exercise for yourself? Well, the exercise is extremely important for me to be able to continue my profession. Mm. I started weightlifting when I was in dental school and uh, because I had back issues. And I picked a rotten profession for someone with back issues, but it was totally handled by my exercise. And when I fall off the wagon and I'm not exercising, I experience a lot more pain just from my daily activities at work. So just from a practical standpoint, I need to keep moving and exercising and staying strong. And that's just one aspect, just being functional and wanting to do the activities that we want to do outside and just, just overall general health, which I'm very, very interested in, in giving my body what it needs to stay healthy. That's just very important to me. One of the factors for us is that you don't bike. Right. Um, you have a bike, and I think it was a really positive thing for us when we got you an electric bike. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't, um, you, you don't bike a lot, and so it was really hard for me to get a workout and go on a bike ride with you. Right. And the electric bike really changed that, and that has been awesome, mm-hmm. except for the fact that you can beat me up every hill. <laughs> <laughs> with ease. With ease. <laughs> We have not found a bicycle for you that fits you. Right. We didn't have to ride very hard. Well, I don't know. We were focused on getting you an electric bike. Mm-hmm. And it's more of an upright bike. And Because of my neck issues. So I think we were, we were hopeful that that was going to be a comfortable position for you. And it's just not turned out to be that way. Yeah, not this particular bike the way it is. But I think we could find something that would work better. And we need to to get on that but yeah let's go buy a bike (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you're ever going to be um going on 50 100 mile rides with me maybe 50 maybe 50 okay i like it definitely that's one of the things for us to be for me to be cycling more as i get older than us spending time together doing that is i think going to be a factor Mm -hmm. so i think we're going to have to figure that out a bit I'll ride with you and you go to the gym with me. Okay. Okay. That really is that, that that really is important. Doing the STP, focused on the STP, got me out on the bike more often than I would have if I wasn't doing the STP. Mm, for sure. You know, there was just this thing of like, uh, I'm going to be starting the STP. I knew that was going to happen. But if I'm going to be able to keep going with the STP, then i I can't, I've got to be in shape for it. I just can't go there and not be in shape. I'll, I'll kill myself. So again, I, that got me out on the bike. And, and that included, there would be times when we would be together with family, together at some function or something. And I would say, I've got to go home and get on the bike and go for a ride. And mm-hmm. I would leave. Uh-huh. And that wasn't, that's not easy. No. Can you think about what went through your mind at those times? And I'd say, I got to go. Was there like a, like regret uh, in your mind? Like, oh, I wish you didn't have to do this or anything like that? There were a couple times where it was kind of a, a, a downer that, that you had to leave. But again, I just supported you. My heart supported you in the, in the STP and I knew it was necessary. You, you couldn't just let it drop but any anything that would come up to interfere with your training you couldn't you couldn't do that you had to be consistent you had to be doing it regularly so it was just part of part of the deal i think there were sometimes you're like well if you would have ridden yesterday you wouldn't have to ride today yeah maybe (laughs) and i think that's always (laughs) going to come up yeah i think that's one of those things that a couple has to work through i mean you had to be willing to go okay 
I'm not going to jump on him. I'm not going to make a big deal that he could have written yesterday and he didn't. And now we've got this function and he's leaving to go ride. I felt like you did an excellent job of not trying to make it fair. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that is a factor. I think there's so many things you can do. I mean, we can stay busy going here, going there, doing this, doing that, like all the time and have no time to exercise. It's very easy to do that. And so for there to be kind of this balance, sometimes it's good to have that discussion like, well, can you change your exercise routine to fit with these things that we want to do? I mean, I think couples definitely need and families need to have that discussion, which is one of those things that I think is beneficial if you're exercising together. Mm -hmm. There's not so many of those. But in order to support someone, a a family, a couple needs to go, okay, there are two things. One, I want you to be thinking about structuring your uh, training to fit around some of the things that we want to do, some of the other things that we want to do. But also the other side of that is if it comes to the point and I'm like, yeah, you're right, I should have gone yesterday, but I didn't, that doesn't stop me from needing to go then to also give into that and say, well, it's not really fair, but you know, to not look at that. That's not fair. You should have done it yesterday and then keeping me from getting out and training. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of that to me is anytime you're going to try and make a significant change, you're putting something on a higher priority than something else that's in your life that is that is superseded it to that point. Yeah. So instead of sitting on the couch and watching a movie, you're, we're going to have to move it to a higher priority and that's going to hurt sometimes. Um, but I think that's necessary when you're when you have made something a priority, you've decided I'm going to do this for my health, and there are going to be times when I really don't want to do it, but I'm going to I'm going to make that choice, and it's going to be worth it. Yeah, one of those times was my birthday. You know, I left very early in the morning, went out, and we rode basically a whole day, and then met you that night for dinner, mm-hmm. and you didn't spend my birthday with me. But I think that there was an element to you knowing that this is something that I wanted to do. It was the, the most fun thing you could do on your birthday. So that's yeah. what birthdays are about for me. Yeah. You know, do the most fun thing. And we still got to celebrate at the end of the day and I didn't have to go on the ride with you. So, you know, it was, it was a win-win. <laughs> right. And that would have been a particularly difficult ride for you. Not just the distance, but it was cold that day. It snowed, yeah. <laughs> that would not be my idea of a fun ride. And I think that's... <laughs> I think even if we find you a comfortable bike, the truth of the matter is I'm going to go out, you know, not usually when it's snowing. That was a special circumstance, but I'm going to go out when it's raining, when it's cold. Um, I have cycling clothes that are cold weather cycling clothes, you know, so it does help. But I'm going to get wet. I'm going to get cold. And I don't think you're ever going to be down for that cycling experience. (laughs) Not too often. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. We'll see. I, I'm I like not really going to, I'm not signing up for snow. I'll, I'll put that line up out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not either. Yeah, snow is, snow is difficult. So again, I think you did a great job of supporting me. You did a great job of sometimes not doing, you know, there were several Sundays that I spent, you know, the whole day cycling when there was stuff to do around the house. And I think you did an excellent job like going, okay, this is important. You know, we're going to let some things slide. Yeah. I'd say we, we let a lot of things slide 
And part of being able to do that is knowing this has an, at least a temporary end. This is not, the SCP is not 10 years down the road. This isn't a 10 year commitment. This is, this year we're doing this and maybe not, next year should look different than, than this year. And so having a goal in mind helps with that. Some of the, the concessions we made, I probably wouldn't be down for if that was going to be an, an consistent thing. But knowing that there's going to be re-evaluation after the SDP, this first one, and seeing, okay, now what are the goals? And now how do we best achieve those goals? Is it going to be another SDP the following year? There's a lot of options for that. And knowing that we were going to reassess and discuss that, I think that makes that easier. I really like what you're saying because you're talking about our goal. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at my fitness goals as our fitness goals. And I think that's awesome. And I think that helps. Um, I want to do the STP again. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I will. But, you know, the, one of the biggest things is the heat. I don't I don't want to do the STP again and, and get as hot as I got. Um, but definitely, if I do the STP again, it has to be different. The training has to be different than it was this time. And it will be different just because you're not starting at the same level. So it's not going to require the same the same training regimen. I think one of the biggest things is that I know I can do 206 miles. And I didn't know that. And so there were some long rides that I did that I wouldn't have to do. I wouldn't have to do so many long rides because I kind of know more about what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And I think that like my knee issue... I didn't know what that was going to be like. And there were long rides that I did to try to figure that out. And yeah, so those all day Sundays, there won't be so many of those. I want to do other rides, you know, so there will be, be those rides. I am going to do the great cycle challenge again. And, you know, I'm going to set a pretty good goal for that. I don't want that. I don't know what that is yet (laughs) really, but I want to do more miles than I did last time. You know, so there will be some riding to do, but again, I, there'll be less all-day excursions without you. I could see us going and doing something where I'm riding and you're you know riding part of it or, you know, we're doing things together, but there's going to be less me going out. And I think that taking that into account and trying to modify that in a way that fits our situation better, I think that's really important in order to get that support from you, for you to be able to continue to support me in this. It's going to have to be less one-sided. Sure, yeah. I'm less concerned about the one-sided as I am. I want your overall health to be better than than it's gotten this year. I would like for you to have other health goals bet okay. before, before the focus is just getting through it, through the STP. Okay, so let's talk about that in a bit. But first, I want to talk about this, and that's the STP weekend. So, like, you were exceptionally awesome, in my opinion, on the STP weekend. That's hilarious. (laughs) Well, I'm glad. (laughs) And to be a bit transparent, your dad had a major medical incident. Yeah. And that was difficult because we weren't, really sure what to expect. Right. It turned out to be okay, not great, but it turned out to not be worst case scenario, but we were having to take in to account worst case scenario for that weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I factored that in, you know, with all that stress going on, you were exceptional. Praise God. I want to try to capture this because it was significant. I didn't think you were going to be there for 
the second day of the STP. Right. And, and there were very good reasons why you couldn't be there. I thought about those reasons, so I wasn't thinking about, this is a real bummer for me. Mm. But what happened was that at lunch, so halfway through the day, we pull up into the stop for lunch, and I you know, am watching like Jesse and Garen meet their wives, and I'm not even thinking anything at the time. And then all of a sudden, you come flying out of the car. You just got <laughs> through the door open and, and came out. And I was so excited to see you. <laughs> and I just thought that was awesome. So some things worked out and you decided it would be okay for you to come. Mm-hmm. And to me, that said so much about family support because I was so excited to see you. You know, we were able to have lunch together and I was able to fill you in on like what had happened. And that, you know, was a real illustration of the power, I think, of having your spouse supporting you in something. Yeah, it was super fun for me. I was super excited to find out that I was going to be able to go and um, super fun to surprise you. And I wasn't prepared for you to get emotional. (laughs) I I did get emotional Mm -hmm. for sure. Did you feel like you were a part of the experience, being a part of supporting me in the STB? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Can you think about some things that were fun about that? Well, it was fun to be able to cheer you on. It was fun to be able to get the updates, the the blow by blow as much as possible about what was going on and how it was going for you. The community aspect of Garen and Jesse there with their wives, our daughter McKenna and Jesse's wife, Brenda, we got to hang out together and then experience all of the interactions with you guys together. Not that we got to be on the whole ride. It was just meeting you, you know, morning, noon, night, basically. To be involved in the whole journey like that was was very fun. It was very fun to be able to experience the culmination of the previous year of preparation and to see see it play out and then to to experience the the satisfaction of of you guys doing a great job and co- going through some tough stuff. Yeah. It wasn't easy. Heat was crazy and you know it was it was touch and go there for a little bit for you and to to see you come through that, you know, made it even that much more meaningful. There was one thing that you did and I'm curious about whose idea was it and all this all the more details than probably we want to go into, but you brought the ice jersey to me. Yeah. On the second day. <laughs> yeah. So how did that come about? Well, um, so Garen had bought the matching jerseys for you guys to wear. You were on the first day. It was great. It was helpful. It was fun. And so the second day, you had not planned to wear it because it's going to be dirty and stinky. But the other two decided to wear it. And so it became obvious that the guys were disappointed that you didn't have it on. So as, as we were in the hotel talking about how things were going to play out. We're like, well, we can wash this. And then how are we going to dry it? And then we're like, why would we dry it? He's going to just be dousing it with water anyway to keep himself cool. So let's just leave it wet. We'll just wash it by hand, leave it wet. And then we're like, hey, we can put it in ice. Then it'll feel really good. <laughs> keep him cool for three seconds longer than if it wasn't iced. So it was just a, it was just a fun idea to present you with a really cold matching jersey. <laughs> and, and it worked. I mean, it was cold. It was difficult to put on. Yeah, you know, that was kind of fun to hear. <laughs> ice on. But then like within a minute, I don't know, not even a minute. Within, not even, it was 10 seconds. It felt like it was hot on your back. It yeah. was, that was crazy. So it really radiated the heat off of me. Mm-hmm. And that 
was exactly what you wanted. So that worked out really well. <laughs> it's like a good strategy. <laughs> like just follow me around with ice jerseys and open them <laughs> on every once in a while. It did make a special that, you know, it was our more extended family. We see Jesse and Brenda as kind of part of our family. Yeah. And so it was like spending time as family. And that would be one of the things that I would recommend, if possible, that you find some way to kind of engage more family in the process. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciated all Garen and McKenna did. They seemed to enjoy me doing it. Yeah. That really felt supportive to me. Well, I think Jesse and Garen both really were there supporting you. That was a that was a major focus of theirs was supporting you. It was fun for them. They wanted to do it. They were excited about doing it. It was a challenge for them too. But I think a, a, a bottom line for both of them was was being there for you because it was a it was a bigger challenge for you uh, fitness wise age wise um, all those things I think it was I think they felt that and they wanted to support you in that I, I felt that I think it really wasn't part of the experience for them to support me and it felt really good it, you know I felt really cared for which was fun mm -hmm. you know that was fun I was a little bit guilty you know <laughs> you could tell that Garen would like to have gone especially after we crossed the bridge into the portland area mm -hmm. he was ready to roll he would have been out of there <laughs> yeah. so you know so i felt a little bit guilty about that at one time i told them i said you know when we get the last 20 miles or so you guys should just go just go and i'll meet you at the end and they're like no you know, that's not happening. We're finishing together. You know? <laughs> they're like, okay, okay, that's cool. So that was fun. And then I guess the final thing was at the finish line, you know, yeah. you guys had gone and you were waiting to cheer us on. What was that like? That was really fun. We, we went out there a bit earlier and it was really fun cheering on the other riders coming through. Some of them didn't expect to have people there screaming at them. They were just kind of looking at us funny, but it was fun. <laughs> but they all got big smiles. So that was really fun, just experiencing a lot of people coming through and the different people coming there. It was really fun to see. And then the three of you coming through was just a blast. It was it was really fun. You were watching us on Strava. Mm -hmm. there, Strava has a, a beacon function. And so I think McKenna had it on her phone, right? Right. Did they... Just McKenna, not... Brenda had another feature that, that, oh, okay. that, that would do that. Like a share my location feature, I yeah, think. Like and so you guys could see us getting closer. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of cool. It would have been, I think, a different experience if you were just standing there, kind of, when are they going to come? When are they going to come? Yeah, because we would, probably wouldn't have been out there for hours. Yeah. Had we not known that. Yeah. yeah. We could have called you and said, here's where we are. You know, yeah. I think we'll get there about this time. True. But it did really help to have the beacon function. Yeah. So you guys were holding signs and that was fun. You'd taken the time to make the signs. And again, I, I see that as like evidence of the support you guys did. That was really cool. And it was also fun for us. It's part, we've, part of how we spent the afternoon was just hanging out in the park there at the finish line, making signs, drawing signs and having fun yeah. together. It was kind of a play date. No, not really. You know, it was just kind of part of the part of the experience to be able to be in the atmosphere of the finish line and hearing the the band walking around, you know, playing and just just soaking in that whole thing and making signs for you guys. It was just it was just a fun experience. It was all all wrapped up together. So I think one of the things that we did that was successful with the SDP is that you guys had kind of this parallel experience mm -hmm. where you were hanging out together having fun. Right. You found some good food and yes. you made kind of a, a adventure of it. 
Yeah, for sure. It was great. One thing that I was really surprised about is that it was so impactful for me that you guys are proud of me. Hmm. It was so impactful for me that McKenna said, dad, I'm so proud of you. Mm -hmm. I think she legitimately was proud of me. Yeah. I had spent two days seeing a lot of people my age and older (laughs) that were doing a way better job of it than I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so to me, kind of that achievement, I felt really good about doing it. I I really do feel good uh, that I was able to do 206 miles over two days. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like I was pretty slow and there were a lot of things for me to um, to question, but you guys were super proud of me and that made a huge difference. Talk about like why you were proud of me. Okay, so I'm a little, I'm a little struggling with this because it it, <laughs> it sounds like you're surprised that we would be proud of you. So I'm curious about that. <laughs> what does that say about our family? <laughs> Well, I think it does say something about my thinking, Mm. you know, which we could go deep into that we won't. I know that you guys care about me, you know, and are proud for me. Um, And at the same time, I guess I'm very capable of looking and going, oh, everybody does it in two days. Everybody does the STP in two days. But if I would have done it in one day, that would have been something to really be proud of. So, you know, the fact that you guys were so authentically proud of me, that really helped me to feel good about what I did. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. That, yeah, that's very interesting to me. I mean, it's so easy. I mean, obviously to, for us, you hadn't been active for a long time. So you were, you were not starting at a, a place that was obvious that you would be able to do it. And you had to persevere through the year. You had to stick to it. You had, and, and, um, there are plenty, plenty times to give up plenty of times to say, you know, I don't really need to do this. I don't really want to do this. I really can't do this. So to stick it through, you know, some tough times and do something that is a significant milestone in your desire to be healthy. And part of your desire, I know, to be healthy is because you want to be there for me and for your family. Mm-hmm. So um, I really appreciate your efforts in that in that line and um, for you to be able for you to be willing to to put in blood, sweat and tears for that. Um, is meaningful to me. There is a, a f- another family dynamic for me in this. I never got messages from my mother or my father. My mom would have been proud of me. You know, she was yeah. always proud of me. But my dad would make fun of, they had a friend who was a cyclist who kept cycling, you know, later on in life. Mm. And my dad would make fun of him. Really? Yeah. Oh. And so... I don't know what response he would have had. He's, you know, he's passed away. But mm-hmm. in my mind, I don't have that thing where, oh, my dad would have been proud of me for this. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think there's a layer there. And again, from the perspective of family influence is really important for our health habits. You know, I didn't have that family influence really of my parents and my family of origin where exercise was a core value where fitness was a core value of our family. Mm -hmm. So we've really developed that. You and I have really developed that uh, between us for our family. And I feel good about that. I think McKenna definitely feels like fitness is a value. A keystone. A keystone. Mm Of our family. And so I feel good about that generational change. But I think if you don't have that, if a person, you know, one person of a couple just comes out of an environment where that's not important, then 
that can be a dynamic. And again, when I'm saying, I'm sorry, I've got to leave this get together because I got to go jump on the bike. You were open to that because it was something that you valued. Mm -hmm. And I don't think your family valued exercise the way that you do. No. I think the generation before us did not see, you know, going out and pursuing physical activity the same way we do. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, I, I agree. You and I have disagreed about... What? <laughs> no, we have had disagreements <laughs> and have disagreed with how I should be structuring my fitness activities. Yes. And so I'm going to try to tell you what I've heard. Oh, no. Let's see how I did. Oh, dear. <laughs> so what I hear you saying is that there is a downside to long intensity. So keeping a consistent intensity for hours, there's a downside to that. Yes. And so you would prefer that I do something different. At least as a mainstay. Yeah. Okay. So going on a 100-mile ride or a 50-mile ride or something here and there um, is fine. Sure. Yeah. But what you think a shift that I could make is that would be beneficial would be if I did more interval, interval kind of training. Interval training, weight training, yeah. So I'm saying here on the podcast that I'm going to do that. (gasps) Yay. (laughs) And so, you know, that will change my program quite a bit Mm -hmm. and we'll figure that out. It also changes my enjoyment of cycling quite a bit. Well, how about you just cycle the same way, just not as much? You just mix up your workouts rather than doing... Not as long or not as many days. Not as many days. Yeah, so... You, you. You entertain some cycling days with other workouts. Yeah, so we're going to have to work this out because I I want to go biking every day. Well, that's pr- I think that's actually possible and still reach those goals. Okay, so we'll have to work it out and I will keep people posted on what my training activity looks like, what Dr. Butler's oh dear. <laughs> influence on my training. Dr. McNamara back here. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> So now I want to move into a big subject. Oh, no. Yeah. This wraps up season one. Oh, really? Yeah. So this interview is a wrap on season one. Wow. And so next week starts season two. The big question is, what am I going to do? (laughs) The mystery continues. So here's the thing. I think it needs to be bigger. Mm. I think season two needs to be bigger. Uh 206 miles over two days was pretty big. What needs to be bigger? The podcast needs to be bigger or your fitness goals? My goal. Oh. I want to figure out guests that have come on that people really want, you know, and if you're listening, please email me, reach out on Instagram. Let me know what you want to hear in season two, where you'd like to see season two go. But I think my goal needs to be bigger. My cycling goal needs to be bigger. Your cycling goal, huh? Yeah. How do you feel about that? 206 miles over two days is a pretty big goal for me. Yeah. So here's what I'm proposing to you. Okay, let's hear it. So I've talked a lot about how great you are at supporting me. Oh, no. (laughs) I knew it was a setup. (laughs) You've been so wonderful. (laughs) So here's what I want to do. I want to bike from Seattle to Spokane. Hmm. Well, don't forget your other health goals. (laughs) Now, you believe this style of training that you want me to do is going to help in all kinds of ways. It's going to help me get stronger. It's going to help me be more fit. It's just going to be an overall all better way of of getting fit. Yes. So 
it seems like if I want to get fit to do, I think Seattle, Spokane, I have a lot of research to do. I think it's like 400 miles. Is this a ride or just a personal by yourself ride? It's not a supported ride. There's no, I, I haven't found anything that is like a, a Seattle to Spokane supported ride. All right. Do I, do, do I need to say I'm in support of this? Cause I'm not sure. I, I need to know some more information on this. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a perfect way to do it. Is like, I need to convince you a little more yeah. that this is a good idea. Yes. And I do need to get a lot of information. So, so that's it. I really appreciate you doing this. Um, I know this isn't your favorite activity in the world is to be <laughs> asked a lot of questions and, and talking publicly like this, but I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, it has been fun. Oh, good. <laughs> and um, I will talk to you later. I know. Yes. In the next couple of minutes, probably. <laughs> so, all right. Bye for now. Bye for now. I am really blessed to have Kelly to support me. You know, no one is perfect, but I feel like she comes pretty close. Now, here are the most important things when it comes to function of family support. And I believe that I do experience this kind of support many times for my family. One, family members can act as a source of motivation. This is really tricky because too much pressure can kill motivation. So finding ways of praise or giving incentives can be more effective for many people. But just pressuring people and trying to motivate them by being hard on them, that can really backfire. Sometimes when I'm having a hard time getting motivated to go out on a ride, I will ask my family to cheer me on. I'll have them pretend like I am some boxer or something that they're trying to pump up to go for a ride. It's really fun. And I enjoy that kind of silliness. Number two, letting others know your goals and strategies can help pull in partners from your family to help stay committed. When I was sharing Strava data with Kelly, it helped me have some accountability to stay on track. And again, accountability is a tricky thing. It has to be kind of a natural thing. It's really difficult if a family member decides, okay, I'm the one that's going to make sure and be on you to make sure you're accountable to somebody. And then again, that is the wrong kind of pressure. But seeing someone as an accountability partner is something that is valuable. There was a point when Kelly talked about our goals. My fitness goals were really our goals. And she became a partner in making sure that we were doing things that to help me stay on track. Number three, I can easily get down. Like when I was having knee issues, that was emotionally hard for me. Really understanding what I need when I am down is important. And being able to clearly articulate what I need to family empowers them to be there for me in those times. I have to admit that it can be hard sometimes for family to reach me when I'm really discouraged. But the more I can understand about what I need and the more I can articulate to them how to give me what I need, then the more they can support me in those down times. Number four, exercising together is powerful. Being able to go on rides with my son-in-law always got me going. And knowing somebody else is there with me helps me to adhere to a routine. 
we mentioned getting Kelly an e-bike. That was really effective because I was able to exercise with her. I was able to ride with her and she was able to keep up with me. Before that, if we went for a ride, it just wasn't that challenging for me because she's not a very strong cyclist. So sometimes finding ways to overcome obstacles of exercising together is an important thing for families to do. Number five, seeing myself as a role model for others in my family is a powerful incentive for me. I want the younger members of my family to avoid the mistakes I made by being inactive for so many years. I was a role model of inactivity. I was a role model of not eating very well. And I want to turn that around and be a role model and show people what can happen when you take fitness seriously, but really communicate to do it before you're 60 years old. And finally, number six, one of the most important things family can help with is the creation of an environment that is conducive to activity. The world is not set up to be conducive to activity. The world is really set up to be conducive to inactivity, to promote, to reward inactivity. With our busy lives, it seems like there's hardly any time to carve out for activity. So the whole family needs to be experimenting with ways to construct a system that leads to getting out, and if you're cycling, a system that leads to get out and riding the bike. And this can take some ingenuity and some planning because, again, it's not that easy in our world. So some of you listening might be saying, well, that's great for you, Tom, but I don't really have a family around me. The title of this episode is Nothing Like Family, and I mean that, but I also think we need to adjust what we mean by family. Our daughter McKenna is an only child, but we found early on that she can have brothers and sisters. We basically adopted kids. Her friends became more than friends to her. They became family to her. And it's still that way today. She has people in her life that are more like family than friends. Jesse and Brenda are family to us. So if you don't have a biological family around, find ways of adopting people. I know the world is hungry for connection. And there are people out there that get that close relationships don't have to be limited to the people that you are biologically related to. If you have any questions about specific circumstances that are a challenge for you as far as engaging your family, reach out. My email is in the show notes and reach out. I'll weigh in on it. I'll find other people to comment on it, to give advice, and let's work together to help create a better environment for you. I want to let everybody know that I will be doing the Great Cycling Challenge again this year. It starts in September. Please consider contributing to my fundraiser. I have my fundraising page up right now. Even though I'm not going to be logging my miles until September, I do have a page set up and it's open for people that want to contribute to this year's ride. And actually, I'll be announcing some goals if people are contributing and people are interested in seeing me increase my goal, my miles goal, how much to ride, then I'll be doing that based on getting early contributions. And I'll be talking about that more. And you can see more of that on Instagram, and I'm probably going to be using threads as well. I would encourage you to go over to the Great Cycling Challenge website and read about the way the funds raised are used. Then either follow the link in my show notes or search the website for Tom Butler for me and make any level of donation. I'm more interested in getting a lot of people involved than in the amount any one person gives. 
Well, that is it for season one. Next week, I will launch season two and have a discussion about where I'm going with season two. I look forward to continuing to have interviews. Please send me an email, connect through Instagram. I want to know what you're interested in hearing about, what challenges you're having, so that I can look for guests that can provide meaningful information for everybody. Well, good luck with all your cycling challenges. And remember, age is just a gear change. 